Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tuesday, hour three, Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We're streaming at MyTalk1071.com. We have the My Talk app, so many ways to listen. And over on the My Talk website, MyTalk1071.com, keyword resource, we have the My Talk resource page. It's presented by AARP. We have fun stuff, serious stuff. We're keeping you informed and we're keeping you entertained all at the same time. So go check it out. And I believe that's exactly what we're going to be doing in this third hour of the show informing, entertaining. Informing, entertaining. What we're doing here. Yeah, we're doing. I like that. Yes. Um, by the way, thanks for uh, posting the trailer for the Spike Lee movie, The Five Bloods, which is uh, going to be coming on Netflix here in a couple weeks. We talked about this yesterday that Roger Friedman had said if the Cannes Film Festival this, had been going on, this would have gotten a standing ovation. Chadwick Boseman would right. be... Uh, the toast of the town. toast of the town, and it's basically... Um, it's a reckoning with the Vietnam War. It tells the story of four black vets who go back to Vietnam to find the remains of their fallen squad leader, played by Chadwick Boseman, as well as a trunk full of gold that they buried in the jungle during the war. Fantastic. It looks really good, though. Yeah. If you check it out did. the trailer. It did. All right, Julia, I have a new Hollywood boyfriend for you. So if things don't work out with. Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul. <laughs> Which he, I, 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 I really gonna, like him I for you. I think he's married. No. He I is, well, in real life, in yes. In real but. life. But I mean, in my <laughs> okay. mind, he is like okay. the perfect Hollywood. All right. Who's my new boyfriend? Okay, so I've got a new boyfriend right, for you. All right, I gotta you. Google him. And, do I know him? Uh, yes. You know him, but then you think, okay, how do I know him? The name is Zachary Levi, L-E-V-I, I totally from Mrs. Maisel, the hot, hot guy, the doctor in Mrs. Yeah, Maisel. Darling. And then Shazam. Yeah, he's darling. Just, just, he's so darling. In I the- feel like we could really, you you know, he was, he was born the year, right before I graduated from high school. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I love having a younger Hollywood boyfriend uh-huh. for you in the works, but the thing is, is that what totally got me for is that a he's quarantining on a on a ranch he doesn't do them all the time but when he does an insta video he always has a tank on and i love yeah, that heavily... that's from your dad yeah you, that is 
I but no, this Zachary Levi like looks amazing in a tank shirt because he's really got. I'm gonna look him up on Instagram. I think it's because I'm reading this Abby Jimenez novel right now about and Jason and uh, this girl named Sloan. There's so much great sex in this book. I just have sex on the brain. She's coming on our show, and she is the woman from Nadia Cakes, who are famous for the vagina cupcake. Yes. I'm so excited. The book is, is darling, but Zachary Levi is just looks like a snack and a half right. in his little videos. And I'm going to look him up. Did you ever watch Texas. Chuck? Yes. Did we ever watch Chuck? Chuck? The, the Chuck. show Chuck, he starred in that show yes. on NBC. It was like at least 10 years ago. 10 years ago. No, he's all grown up in the best way possible. And oh, Lori, <laughs> he looks kind of, he has a Dak Shepard look, but better looking. Oh, he's so handsome. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's mm-hmm. so, so handsome. I mean, he's just, mm-hmm. you know, Mrs. Maisel. He's going to do... Um, Oh, he loves his mom. Yeah, he's going to do tonight a night of Covenant House Stars. Do we know about this? This is Meryl Streep, Diane Keaton, all these, Dolly Parton, John Bon Jovi, Dionne Warwick. That's on tonight. Huh, a where? night of a Covenant House Stars. I don't know. Uh, what's it? Uh, Tuesday night. Yeah, it's a fundraising. It's a virtual fundraising concert. So I suppose you got to find it. On Facebook. Here is where we can find it. We okay. can find it on Broadway On Demand oh. at 7 p.m. tonight. Mm-hmm. So that is where you'll be able to find this. All right. I mean, he's 39. He's single. He lives on a ranch. <laughs> and he looks real You're good. So... And he's genuinely funny. And he told the entertainment tonight, because that's what I was watching him on. You know, she was really trying to find out if about, you know... Every anything going yeah. on personal wise with a love life in uh, quarantine, he says, "You know, I don't discuss that, but we can, you know." And then he just skillfully changed it to Shazam or Mrs. Maisel. Yes. Anyway, I really like him as as a Hollywood crush for anyone who's looking for one right now in the time of Rona. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just- I love. <laughs> I, you're just so funny. You're so funny. Did you see this cute thing that um, Holly posted um, about Jennifer Gardner doing laundry? She's so cute. Oh my god! She, she is, have a glass of Chardonnay. No or red wine. Red wine. She's there got a go. beautiful laundry facilities. Like oh. she's got a really a lot of room to do. She's got a lovely laundry room. She has a facility. It? That's, that's how big that, it that's is. That's what I said. A facility. <laughs> yeah. It looks and with three uh, kids. Oh my gosh, she's darling. Yeah, she's I remember darling. my one friend that would. She was convinced that her kids were just. She had three kids. That they would just like try something on and rather than put it away, they would put it in their dirty clothes basket. So she started by the time they were like in fifth grade and on up, she would just simply put it back in their drawers. <laughs> okay. Serious? Seriously? She's just, because people would, you're right. It's because it's the folding. Remember, just, I had a personal assistant to fold for me for yeah. a while with the kids. No, she was yeah. just like, screw screw these kids. I'm putting their dirty clothes and their clean Think clothes. Think of how many times you wear things right now during the COVID. Yeah. I mean, just do a sniff test. Yeah, exactly. It really, things, I, we, wow. I'm just thinking a lot of things of last, yeah. laps. That's laps. a hard. That's a hard word to say. Well, speaking of just... Lapsing not, or sniffing, I don't or know which one. Does this pass the sniff test? Mindy Kaling writing the Legally Blonde 3 screenplay, 100%. which has been kicked around for like three years. Well, she's so, she's so talented. First, I have to interrupt. 
We had, have you seen the rabbits out? Have you seen Buttercup the cat? I just chased okay. Buttercup with all of my vengeance and fury because right now I have four bunnies that every night about eight o'clock, they have a jumping game where they jump over each other and they chase each other in my backyard. It is so cute. I keep re- I keep forgetting to get a video and that damn butter patch. It, and it, this is a big tabby cat. In no, Lori- no, Julia, this is some kind of... I it's don't, a it's Shetland a fancy, pony cat. It's a fancy... <laughs> Hollywood It's know a what fancy it is. cat. I need visual confirmation. No, we <laughs> look like... I mean, this cat really looks like it's stocking. Uh, it's a special kind of a cat. Oh, it, you know the cats that stock. <laughs> no, but I mean, it looks like something that is a, vin- a miniature version of something in Africa. It's not a servile or anything like that, obviously. <laughs> because I had an experience. Did you have to chase a cat? No. My friend came over, we went on a walk, and her dog then is going, sniffing around stuff, and all of a sudden... It killed it. It went after a bunny? Mm-hmm. Did it and kill? Now, we're trying to get it out of them and trying <gasps> to do everything, and oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, Ew. the bunnies are so happy. They're just eating so much fresh stuff. They're, like, fat and dizzy with it all. It was... It was... And they don't... They haven't learned about the danger. Oh, those bunnies, they're in just mortal danger they every moment. They are in danger right now. Predators, <laughs> dogs, and cats. I was just, and it was so gross. No, 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 butter. And she was in full. It was so grossed out. And then it came, and then it kind of came out for a second. Oh, yeah. and then it came in, and, that, and oh, it was no. like, I, I just shut my eyes. Yeah, Do they yeah. leave it for offerings to you? Yes, um, I've been uh, left an well, eyeball. Okay, yeah. Well, I couldn't look. Yeah. My fr- I just couldn't look, because I couldn't even get mice out of mice traps. I don't like. Yeah, rodents or dead things. I'm trying to avoid. I'm trying to avoid bloodshed in my backyard. (laughs) Wait, I saw it. It was on my front yard. That's terrible. It was the grossest thing I've ever seen. And it's very distressing. I have post-traumatic syndrome over a half hour ago. That bunny was just happy. I know. Who are they harming? (laughs) No one. But they're oh. You gotta watch out for the raptors too. Yes, the birds. The birds. Seen those carrying a squirrel or two. She yes. also pointed out something that, like you've pointed out, about all the wildlife you see on your walks yeah. and the birds and the species and like things we never thought we'd talk about. Yeah. Did you see that crane? Did yeah. you see? And I'm like watching a blue jay on my um, deck yesterday, just thinking, I'm getting older this really matters watching these things like bird watching it's so calm and soothing well there's nothing this is nothing nothing is going on so that was the excitement but i was just so panic stricken no yes watching an animal eat a little bunny is very hard very difficult yesterday (laughs) i watched butter patch look like she was going after a bunny i mean i couldn't see the bunny and i was but i flew casey knew right away flew out of the house no, I just I just open the door and just go, yeah, get out of here, go. And then, I mean, you should see better. It takes off like a bullet, I like, like a rocket. Oh, you know. But I go to the end oh. of my to the alley and make a lot of noise because I am trying to protect the bunnies. Yeah, I, Lori, I, but I, I didn't know there were even bunnies there. Oh, there's until so, I saw it in the mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> it's probably they've already been decimated in half. Probably I haven't seen. No, the they four. saw little live ones coming out, and then there was the one. Yeah, 
the one that didn't get away. It's a circle of life. Yeah. <laughs> it was so hard to watch. Okay, but we're for the bend and snap of uh, I, Mindy Kaling writing Legally Blonde. She's brilliant. And she's going to produce it, of course, with Reese Witherspoon at Hello Sunshine. But I think that Reese didn't ever like the scripts that she got. That's why that right. movie didn't get, ba- didn't get made. And Mindy Kaling, if you haven't watched it yet, I don't know if it's Hulu or Amazon or where the heck it is, 40 Weddings and 40 Dates. 40 Four Weddings and a Funeral. funeral. It's a TV show. It's so good. Yep. It's so satisfying. Yeah. It's sweet. All right, listen, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. I know we haven't even gotten to so gossip. Yeah. Uh, somebody lifted a rock on Long Island and found Matt Lauer. Oh, dear. But <laughs> he is not spoken <laughs> up. Oh, no. Because he it is. It was a big one. <laughs> it was a big You're right, Julia. So. Matt Lauer speaking out today about Ronan Farrow's book, Catch and Kill. Now? Now. Well, this all stems from a New York Times piece that was published over the weekend that was questioning the veracity of Ronan Farrow's journalistic skills in his book, Catch and Kill. So in that book, he was talking about Matt Lauer, among other people. And now today, Matt Lauer has issued a statement on the website Mediaite. And he wrote a piece saying that I had initially intended to release today's rebuttal back in November of 2019, back when Catch and Kill was first originally published. But he said, but personal considerations at the time and later news events impacting us all delayed those plans. He said this week, the New York Times published a piece that was highly critical of Ronan Farrell's journalistic methods and standards. Oh, my God. He said Ronan stood by his reporting in response. The Times stories prompted me to move forward with my own findings. So Matt Lauer going on, he said, quote, uh, in the fact on the morning, I was falsely accused of rape. And before I could even issue a statement, some journalists were already calling my accuser, quote, brave and courageous. Matt Lauer goes on to write today, I was also disappointed but not surprised that Ronan Farrow's overall reporting faced so little scrutiny. He said until this week's critical reporting by the New York Times, many in the media perceived his work as inherently beyond basic questioning. Okay, Matt Lauer, the Matt Lauer had a remote lock button on his uh, doors so he people couldn't leave his office and uh, yes. And the Matt Lauer that uh listen, this New York Times "Quote unquote takedown on Ronan Farrow." What is that? It, it was so lightweight. Okay, I couldn't believe the New York Times published, published it? it. It felt yeah. like more of an opinion piece. Okay, and it felt like that guy what he wrote about Ronan. Remember, Ronan Farrow has won a Pulitzer. Yeah, Pulitzer Prize. He and then the two ladies yeah. at the New York Times, Tui and um, Megan. Yeah, Jody, Jody and Megan. Yes. I can't think of their last names. But, I mean, Matt Lauer is using this story as a way for him to say... I was right. Yeah, that that yeah. is, if he had... He has a years of a pattern, is what we find out from Ronan Farrow. Mm-hmm. And they shut down Ronan Farrow on the Today Show at NBC. They sat on a good, a great... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Story on Weinstein because they were worried about advertising dollars. Right. Yep. Yeah, now Ronan Farrow has responded to Matt Lauer's piece today. He responded, oh, about five minutes ago, saying that all I'll say on this is that Matt Lauer is just wrong. Catch and Kill was thoroughly reported yes, and fact-checked, including with Matt Lauer himself. himself. That's right. I remember that. You know, in reading about this piece... He, and, remember when he called him and said, can I help you with this yeah. book? Remember that? Mm-hmm. At the very beginning of when he was going... And don't forget, NBC News also said on the Access Hollywood yeah, tape. They, yeah. yep. they have, uh, they've had a history of protecting... Advertising dollars. Uh, and, 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 and sources yeah, and everything. Yeah. I mean, they just, not not with the investigative news angle that you want them to be always number one on. Yeah, you know, and reading critiques about the critique from the New York Times, uh, reading from journalists who have both worked at the New York Times and the New Yorker, uh, saying that the New Yorker's fact-checking system is just unparalleled in the way that they report their stories. And that's how Ronan Farrell released that story originally at the New Yorker. Yeah. Correct, at the New it's Yorker. It's just a weird... The, but the Timing guy, is weird. Well, it's, well it, was, it made me it wonder... Response. No, it made me wonder, does Ronan Farrell have something on the New York Times? Because it was just like such a strange, lightweight sort of hit okay. piece. And even some of the things that this writer was saying about Ronan Farrow, you could say he was doing in how he was postulating his theory about Ronan Farrow. Like it, he was kind of guilty of the same sort of mm-hmm. yeah, jumping and just how he's telling the story. Yeah. So you can read the New York Times piece for yourself right. and, and make a judgment. But Ronan Farrow stands by his journalism today. And there goes Matt Lauer back under his rock in Long yeah, Island. Yeah, he's really the last one. He should. My advice would have been to him. You Let can it go. see how much it hurts him, like that morning show, because that Steve Carell character is Matt Lauer. Yeah, he's been dying to say something, oh. and he's just looking for, for an opportunity. Thing. Yeah, my PR advice would have still been say nothing. No, he should. Yep. Yep. There he goes. Uh, we talked yesterday during Hollywood Speak about Brian Austin Green's cryptic Instagram post about a monarch butterfly. Uh. Well. We're getting the answer today because Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox are splitting up after 10 years of marriage. So he said on his podcast, he has a podcast, he said, neither one of us did anything to each other. She's always been honest with me and I've always been honest with her. We've had an amazing relationship and I will always love her. I know she will always love me. Yada, yada, yada. So this isn't the first time that Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox have broken up during their 15 years together. That's true. She had a little thing with Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, was that it? But they... they they had a little thing, and he was Brian is really like he's been real. They might even get back together. He totally neutered the conversation about yeah he did. The machine gun Kelly had anything to do with it. Right. Well, the name of their third baby, which was the baby right after they got back together, oh is, yeah, the is ba- called Journey. Journey, Journey mm-hmm. River. 
Yeah, they have seven, six, and a three-year-old. Yeah. Oh, boy. And full. So, I don't... Yeah, you guys are probably... Those you're are right. Just, I mean, they yeah. might get back together. Know, you Who don't knows? know. Exactly. A couple of TV tidbits to talk okay. about here. Hulu has announced a reunion with the cast and creator of the show, Just Shoot Me. Remember that show back in the day? Yeah, I loved, loved that show. David Spade. Who else is in that? George Seagal. Yes. And um, we also, Wendy Malick. Yeah, I love Wendy Malick. Wendy Malick. So and yeah. Laura San Giacomo. Yes. Yes. So this has been announced. That show was on from 1997 to 2003. It had, we love that. Yeah, it was wonderful. It had 150 episodes, won six Emmys, seven Golden Globes. And so this is going to be a reunion on Hulu's YouTube page. So the cast is going to get together on Tuesday, June 2nd, and they're going to reminisce. Yeah, and my mom watched that Missy or whatever his funny show is. David Spade came out on Netflix. It's a comedy filmed in Hawaii. What do you know what it's called, Holly? Oh gosh, not off the top the of Missy. my head. But anyway, my mom said because it was rainy, the wrong Missy, the wrong Missy. She watched it over the weekend. It was a rainy weekend. She said it was so funny. Oh really? She and my sister just laughed and laughed, and they were in Hawaii and. David Spade always kind of plays the same type of character, but the gal in it, she said, was so great. She just said it was a funny movie that made them laugh and forget the rain. Love it. Love it. And finally, I think that you guys liked at least the pilot of this show, The CW's Batwoman. Yes. Yes. Ruby Rose is gone. What? She is leaving the show ahead of the second season. Okay, then that is not good. Nope. I quit watching it. That's not good. Really People honest, aren't going to be watching not, that yeah. if she leaves because she was everything. She was the main, she was the best. I mean, what's going on with her? We don't know. A variety reporting that the exact reason isn't known, but she did commit to a second season, so she's leaving. Something Does happened. that mean she's got to pay the network? I don't know. Wow, she said that's I'm making scandalous. The, we got to stay on top of that story. Yeah, she said I made the very difficult decision to not return to Batwoman next season, and then she thanked everyone, and that was that. Wow. When you have a contract, boy, that's we need mm-hmm. to. Where's and the, the legal show, speak? Le- the whole whole show hinges on you. You right. <laughs> you are the Batwoman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we'll be back with the study. Duh. Well, let's just talk about uh, let's talk about talking because this study really upset me, and of course, it doesn't mean that it's not a duh just because it upset me, but it makes me mad because this is not the time to be thinking like this. But yet, this is a very real thing, and that is U.S. men not wanting to wear masks. masks. Yes. Because they think they look weak and not cool. This is an actual study, you guys. And I just think fragile masculinity when it comes to mass needs to go right out the window or toxic masculinity. Men also are less likely to believe that they will be impacted by COVID, men of every age, even though in everything that we know, men are more susceptible. The fact that, yeah, that it is more men, like 70% or I can't remember what the number, but it's a higher percentage of men. And they just said this is ironic, um, you know, because also guys are more likely to report feeling negative emotions. They said they, they think it's shameful, not cool, a sign of weakness and a stigma and that they had some people in the study say they'd rather be dead than caught looking like an idiot in a mask. Oh, please. You guys, but you might have to have a conversation with the guys in your life about this if you're having any of this. 
Like, you All know, right. you know, just have it because this this is out of let me tell you what universe. Eight percent of men did, have died from this compared to five percent of women. Yeah, so it is mm-hmm. significant enough. Um, and this research was. But do you not believe that? I, I do believe I that. I totally believe that. I, 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 I've seen it, you know, yes, at I've some, seen. yeah, I've seen it and I've, you know, it's just like, I, I just I, wear I them. don't understand when you go grocery shopping that people aren't wearing masks. I'm like, wow. I, Casey, the manliest of men, I mean, he's out there with his mask and I'm so glad and he's his, setting a good example. His, his water noodles. Hat. Yeah, he doesn't sure have a water a noodle six hat. Foot spacing around him. But I mean, I'm so glad there isn't any of that kind of BS, you know, with him yeah. or like his son or. But there are. You can see it. Yeah. You know, I've had to have this conversation with my dad. Dad, dad. you got to wear a mask when you go into Menards. I know, I know. And he I'm doesn't. Like, well, he if he's with his wife, he does. Mm-hmm. He's not with his wife, he doesn't. It's, it's a it's a total masculinity yes. thing. Yes. All right. All right. Oh, so there we go. All right. Here's another study of duh. Sleep divorces are on the rise in the time of Rona. Just meaning you go and sleep in a different room. That's right. Yeah. Sleeping in thirty five percent of couples have moved to other bedrooms in this time. And they're calling them sleep divorces, sleep breakups. Um, Is it because of bad dreams? Is it because restlessness? Well, I just think of the old uh, Leave It to Beaver, or I Love Lucy, the mom and dad were in two separate, you know, the twin beds. Any TV show until probably the 70s, early 70s. Remember, they were always the twin beds. Well, who has a twin bed? Maybe those Hollywood people had something. These people admit since COVID-19 lockdowns began... Um, 75% of people believe their sleep space is resulting in poor sleep quality and the grown, you know, the COVID, um, they're 35% are ready to get a sleep divorce and just start sleeping in another bedroom mm-hmm. or, you know, make a room that's another bedroom. Okay. So you two are coupled up to Thoughts? buy a new mattress, right? Well, I have noticed that Casey is a snorlophagus right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Have you noticed anything? <laughs> uh, <laughs> me? Yeah. He's snoring more. Not and with Casey, but dreaming with more. Guys, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I don't. I, yes, I want Casey when he sleeps. No, but, but I mean, do you notice? Is any, is, Here's the secret. What? We already sleep in separate rooms, and it's amazing. Oh, all oh, right. So you are, and it's amazing. Have you always had a sleep divorce? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so it's you, lovely. Because right. of like different wake up times for jobs, yeah. Because I could see that, yeah. Different wake up times, and now and it's nice because then you can go and take a visit and you can snuggle yeah, and right. have all the fun times, right? And then when you go to sleep, you're going. Yeah, to sleep. I'm like peace out, bye. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. I'm people... taking. I'm taking a sleep divorce. Too. Are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Just uh, it helps. Three out of five people say that having sleep separation helps. A, their sleep, and B, their relationship. There you go. Yeah, but Casey is snoring like a freight train right now. Well, I can luckily maybe fall it's asleep because he's getting up at 3 a.m. and then staying up till no, 10, or what do you no. think? I think he is doing more on his back sleeping. Oh, yeah. And, and when he's riding his bike for four hours and working out for 20 <laughs> hours and then walking for seven hours. I mean, he's got to be exhausted at the end of the day, you know? Too much fresh air. 
Oh, and then the dreams. I was so glad that oh. Sunday morning oh, um, addressed the dreaming in, in this time of COVID that, in fact, we are all having more dreams. Yep. And they just explained it. It's because you're more anxious, more, you're more anxious yep. and there's more things to worry about with less ability to control, to, to control it. So we, it comes out mm-hmm. in our dreams. I mean, mm-hmm. have all three of us, I think, Always. have said that. Yep. yep. Are we all dreaming this more been, weird and This dreams. has been since the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And the anxiety people's sleep patterns are all off. And okay, so that's a duh. All right, duh. duh. Moving on. All right, we'll move on to something that is not anything uh, COVID-related. We'll call it Pup in the Rye. And that is the study that will come to no surprise as a dog owner that dogs go through teenage angst just like people. And what year is this? Two and three, three and four. This is from Newcastle University and Notting, the University of Nottingham. Just so you know, okay. you know, I'm not just prestigious study barking up any tree here. <laughs> there, anyway, uh, the age for dogs to um, be their most teenage self is what do you think? You've been a dog owner. Well, what was a challenging? area in dog training you're like is this dog going through puberty what's going on i don't i would say two and three but i don't know holly you have any idea? i have no idea instinctually i would say around two or three i'm just applying my cats that's yeah what, I, i'm then, just thinking because the puppy years are challenging yeah guess what it is five the, and the, six the tumultuous period for a dog it starts at eight months Oh, well, I consider that puppy. They're, That's they're when they rock. stop being a cute puppy. And they start to eat your furniture. Mm-hmm. And they transition to full-on doghood. Okay. And they can no longer... Get away with their cuteness. That's right. Mm-hmm. This is the time when many are taken to shelters or moved to a new home. This is the most vulnerable age. I can't train this dog. That's I can't right. stand this dog. And it doesn't listen. This is a very important time in a dog's life because this is when dogs are often rehomed because they're no longer this cute little puppy. Their owner finds them challenging. And now you really need to understand kind of what you're doing it. But just as with human teenage children, owners need to be aware that their dog is going through a phase and it will pass. Yeah, it's that's that's a hard stage. And they studied labs, golden retrievers, mm-hmm. or a mix of the two. And they measured the pup's obedience at five months. Beautiful. And then at eight months, bad. That's funny. I know. That's funny. So anyway, it's just a thing. They It was 385 labs, golden retrievers, and blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of an interesting study but they just said your dog will pass through this and those are those are smart breeds yes oh i know yeah Mm -hmm. so another thing is that um uh, the female dogs enter puberty earlier than other dogs just so you know just like in real life some of the girls are menstruating in fifth grade and some of the boys won't get pubic hair till eighth grade. So mm-hmm. <laughs> then they got the, the mustache that you're just the, trying to do. Yeah. You're just trying. The, yeah. Maybe they got a dirt mustache or dirt pubes. Honestly, you know, just to, honestly, <laughs> honestly. Well, that is a study of yeah, yeah, that is, you yeah. know, you just got the, that. I'm not engaging. Oh, come on. Um, you never looked down and were like, oh my, my God, dog? it's finally happening. At my dog or myself? No, at yourself. Like oh, when? Duh. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. What you know? I was six. No, I'm just 
Anyway, so there. Yeah. Not to be Katie Kane. So but when your dogs are eating, because you kind of, if it loses its cuteness. And they and said this is the when the, the, the dogs get dumped. And they're, yeah. So young. Eight months, but they're not cute puppies anymore. So just, you can get through this and just hope your dog doesn't go through We know a lot a of people face. who have gotten puppies lately. Yes, we B. do. Arthur got a puppy. Another friend of ours got a puppy. I'm just telling them right now, you're not going to love them as much at eight months, but you're going to get through it. Lori, you're, you're uh, just, she's here to help everyone. <laughs> Such mm-hmm. a giver. She really uh, is. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I've got I'm some impressed. really, I've got some really good. I know uh, we got to go, Julia, but next week I promise to tell you about the, all the psychopaths we're going to meet over the course of our lifetime. <laughs> I feel like we've met a few. <laughs> just, you know, dance somewhere to it. Besides just in my car. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, I know. You know, those clubs are going to be open, Lori. Outdoor dancing clubs with social distancing <laughs> circles. <laughs> right. Did you see those social distancing circles? That people are doing with white chalk and a six. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Let's just get I got an idea for people who would like to get out of a Zoom meeting or a Zoom call. People are so sick of Zoom and people are sick of hearing about your Zoom. I just got to say, if there's one thing we have Zoom fatigue on. Lori has done too. I know. This is Holly and she hasn't been responsible for pushing the buttons or setting it up or anything. She just shows up. Like, no, I'm here. What do you mean you don't push the buttons? No, someone else sets it up for me or your husband, Casey. She doesn't even have to push the link to get anything set up. So I'm glad you're so sick of it because it's just been exhausting. No, people, this is for real. People who have had to have a lot of Zooms for work, they're sick of it. I talked to my friend and all she does is Zoom meetings. I believe it. She said, I am so stressed out about... How I look, getting the camera, getting this. Oh, really? Just she just yeah. said they're just sick of it. They want to. They're just tired of Zoom meetings. They're not efficient. I wonder if I wonder if the Zoom meetings um, go longer than the regular meetings because people can say, "I gotta go. I gotta do this. I gotta do that." Well, I'm going to give people some Zoom some ways, excuses. Yes. Oh, fantastic! Okay. Drop your computer in the water. No, listen. I mean, really, because the world we used to be rich with excuses why you couldn't meet somebody. I mean, oh, it was so easy to my make kids excuses. Were so good for so long. You overused that I beyond loved their it. age. I didn't care. Um, <laughs> but like, oh, I got to get home to feed my dog, walk my right. dog. I mean, there was really we had a lot of ways to get out of stuff. I've got you know? tickets for the Rolling Stones. I've got another party. I got this. Yeah. Got that. But now the lockdown era, we have to be more creative in how we're going to get out of things. So a reasonably convincing white lie is I've got another call coming up in two minutes or five minutes or whatever. Or you can even start it out and know you only have you're only going to be good for ten minutes. So you just say I've got I overscheduled myself and I've got another Zoom. Yeah, that's how you get out of that. That's a pretty convincing white lie. Or um, I like the frozen face. Okay, <laughs> where you just simply. 
freeze and pretend that your computer is frozen. This is how I feel I, like you could hit a pause button or something. No, no, to- you just stop. And no matter what anyone says to you, you just say nothing. They're you just say, te- and then everyone will assume you're having technical difficulties. That's right. And your you internet do- is is on the fritz. And that to me is would be so much fun right now. That would be the only reason I would like to be zooming. I would do that all the time. <laughs> it's like the freeze. Red and, light, green light. And then you very carefully, out of sight, you hit the end you know, button. And, you know, and then you can't come back in and then, on the and Zoom. And then you send a text to someone. I'm trying to get back on, but I can't. You can't. You can't get back on once no, you've you had the frozen someone face. The no, 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 no. Just do the frozen. I would Lori, be, yeah, That would be so fun. I'm just saying. That's those, how I would get Are those up. the only ones you have? There were two. Yeah. I've got another Well, meeting. you could say someone <laughs> is at the door. Okay. I've got to go sign for something. That would be okay. the other one. Or my but child needs to learn something right if now. If you have a child, not everybody has children. My cat them. just ate a rabbit. Whatever. That's getting, that's not yard. such a, that's not such a good white lie. Mm-hmm. The best white lie freezing your face there you go you know really how long can you really keep that up for oh i could keep it up until everyone would obviously be frustrated okay. with me and then you push your finger forward and end it so perfect <laughs> you wouldn't know how to end it though Lori, be like where's the button i gotta look down where's no i would button? know how to do that you before would? yeah you gotta know how to do that oh, yeah. just gotta- and if you're a zoom i mean i gave my girlfriend this advice and she just thought it was brilliant she goes i never thought about that just freeze Yes, I said freeze. Mm-hmm. She has international zooms. Even more reason to oh. get out of them. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, I wonder. I, if you, I do know people who are working in that type of a field, yeah, that have to zoom. They have all the zoom time fatigue. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's a and imagine condition. letting people go via Zoom. Now, how about would you like Brad Pitt? Uh, Hannah tweeted this out today. He's got the quarantine long locks, like everybody. He called into Missouri State to graduating seniors. There he is, even though he didn't graduate from there, but he's from there. Yep, he's beautiful. Yeah, it does, no. I, I don't care if his if he has a shaved I think, head. Yeah, I think he looks good yeah. with his long I hair. I it makes me want to like kind of gently yank, yank it. it. <laughs> you know, you know fingers at the no, back of the head would. and a gentle pull back if you're giving somebody a kiss. Who is he sleeping with right now? Nobody. I don't believe it. Julia? He's too odd. Well, I know there maybe, but who? You know, who in the time of this time? I mean, I don't know. I just don't, I don't think he's doing it. Do you know what was happening when Which really makes me sad. I know. I should make you more sad. Um, He's, of course, your forever Hollywood boyfriend. He's number one. Always. Yeah. Okay, so guess what happened a year ago today? Megan and Harry got married okay. two years ago. Two, two years, years ago, ago. But one year ago was the... May. Final. 19th. Final episode what? of what? Game of Thrones. Oh, so Such a different time. That's so disappointing. Such a different time. Remember when we were just concerned with boobs and dragons? Yes. Yeah. Such a different time. Yeah, but you know what? A lot of people watched Game of Thrones and they compressed the season. They watched a lot all at once. And I wonder if their disappointment was as great with Game of Thrones if you just watched it in the last 10 weeks as it was for people over the six years. 
where we were watching it as a week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wonder if it was more satisfying. It might have been. What do you mean? Well, just if you watched Game of Thrones and you binged all the episodes, would it have been as disappointing as it was for the longtime fans who stuck it out and watched it season over season? I I wasn't huge. Yeah, I don't. I, good question. That's who good. could say? Who can say? Who can say? Look at the time. The last we'll kingdom is Game of Thrones without the dragons, but with the sex. All right, Glory is yeah. all right. That's your sexual TV watching update. Yeah, and then think about yanking Brad Pitt's hair while you're watching it. <laughs> Thanks, Holly. Job done. Off you go. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.